Okay, welcome to Sportsbook Club. I'm Rich. I'm with Matt. Jeff is coming a little later. Yeah, that's we are now three for three with our basketball parlay recommendations this week, which I'm pretty happy with. Uh, the the I think it was a nine team parlay I gave out yesterday that hit. The stretch ones did not hit. Did pretty well, but again, if you lose lose one, you lose them all. And I know you hit your one of your hockey parlays. Yep. Which is awesome. So basically, we hit a total of uh, plus ten eighty seven between our hockey and basketball picks. The That's I know a solid the, day for listeners. Oh, it's unbelievable. The uh, over unders and the spread picks didn't do very well yesterday, but again, those are you know I'm recommending hockey and basketball those parlays. You know the the spread and over unders we do just to take a look. I had money in Auburn yesterday. Uh, because they were twelve and one at home. Well, now they're twelve and two, <laughs> and I also had money on Loyola Chicago to not cover because they were three and nine at home. Well, now they're four and nine, and I'm gonna let you you talk about the Loyola Chicago Evansville game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a thing about taking double digit underdogs, and I had been betting, you know, five dollars. On uh, just me- mechanically, any double-digit underdog, I'm taking him five bucks, and I'd been doing that, and it started out okay. But I, for the amount of money I was risking, I was you know I wasn't making a ton of money on that. I was I was over five hundred, so I was making money, but it was it was just a it was a bet that wasn't like it wasn't yielding the way I want my bets to yield ideally. So I was like, I had this great idea of, you know what? I'm just going to take the biggest underdog on the board, plus the points, and do four units on on that and be done with it. Well, that was Evansville. Evansville was getting 20 and a half. At some point during the game, they were down 50, 49 points, and they were getting 50 and a half. This is about <laughs> midway through the second half. And I said, there's no way that – there's going to be a game, a college basketball game that exists out there, and you're going to give me 50 and a half points, and I'm not taking that. So I doubled down on Evansville, which another five times, which turned out to be a dumb move because they got their doors blown off from there. Actually, they could have. They had the ball. First of all, um, Loyola had the ball with 54 seconds left and stood there at half court just over half court and just dribbled out the 35 seconds. They didn't even try to take a shot. They didn't pass. They just, everybody just stood there. So I said, great. They're not going to try. Evans go get, we'll get the ball back. They'll make a layup to make themselves feel better. And, and, and I'll cover my 50 and a half. No, Evansville crossed half court last 15 seconds, stood there, dribbled the ball, let the clock run out. <laughs> and um, I, I, I'm, and I blame Juwan Howard for all of this. So, um sportsmanship right it's the right now now everyone's going to be doing the sportsmanship angle yeah exactly well we have to take that into account when we're uh, doing live betting on massive underdogs uh at the end of a game so yeah i took i I took a big hit on that one and i also took a big hit on rutgers because i was convinced that rutgers was going to go into ann arbor and win just with all the you know the chaos that was around the michigan program uh this week plus i think rutgers is very is tough uh, I know they're not great on the road, but I just thought that Michigan's chaos was going to 
you know, catch up with them. Plus, I was getting points. And I went 10 times on that one. I was wrong on that one. So I was down really big um, until uh, Providence. Providence went three overtimes, and I was getting a point and a half in that game. And they were uh, towards the end of each regulation and each of the first two overtimes, they were ahead. They were ahead by when I was looking at my my app, the clock had run out. They were ahead. So I went back over to the betting app and, and was waiting for it to settle. It never settled. What's, what's going on? Turn around, it's in triple overtime. I have no yeah. idea what happened at the end of double <laughs> overtime, but I'm really glad I didn't see that in real time because I would have lost my mind. Anyway, <laughs> Providence eventually did cover, and um, so that was the beginning of my comeback. Um, and my roaring comeback because then my hockey parlay hit and then sent me positive for the day by a, by a decent amount. But man, the way I started off in college basketball, those aggressive bets can really bite you if you take too many of them. And I think I took too many of them uh, at once uh, yesterday. Uh, my theory being if I could hit a, you know, a big one early, take that house money and roll it over into something else and maybe have a, uh, you know, a big night. Uh, it didn't really work out that way. Yeah, I ended up, you know, I, I could have had much, again, saying if we just took our recommendations on those parlays and, uh, you know, putting a couple other bets out, some small, you know, $5 bets out, I would have had a great day. I finished up myself as well. I finished up five bucks for the day, so one unit, which I'm happy about. But again, it's trying to get too cute. Like I, I did a few like three more basketball parlays trying to combine some different things with the picks I did with uh, the podcast pick. And none of those came to fruition and ended up eating up a lot of my winnings. And I thought your, your, your point about the, the hockey, the nice part for both yesterday is we got the ability to hedge both of those bets as, as they came in. Thanks to the late games, you actually hedged your winning team, your original winning team, which I think is something that was interesting to talk about. Well, the, D- Dallas was down by a goal with about six minutes left, which would have blown up my whole parlay. And I was down big in basketball. So, you know, I know Dallas is a, you know, is, it's a strong defensive team, and they're, they're a good overall team. They're grinders. Um, and they have Joe Pavelski, who is one of the best, you know, around the, the front of the net. Um, and in these tight situations at the end of a game, you pull a goalie, it gets crowded, but that's, you know, the crowded situations what Pavelski is built for. I don't even know if he was the scorer, but in my head, that's the type of team they are. So I figured they were going to come back. So they were getting one of my, and, and they were one of my anchor favorites. And they were getting at that point, there were six minutes left in the game. They were like plus 375. So I didn't put a whole lot of money on them, maybe, you know, four units. But they paid off. They came back and they won in overtime, and that paid off all of my basketball losses, for the most part. Um, actually, no, my Evansville uh, was hurting me at that time. Um, but it it got me it got me to the point where I was up twenty bucks on the day um, overall after my hockey parlay hit. Uh, which That's awesome. Be, I, I should have been up well over a hundred dollars in the day if I wasn't being an idiot. Yeah, with, I, uh, with regards to basketball. That, that the, the the fact that you put money on Evansville plus 15 and a half, I mean, you, to me, that's a story. You're going to have that story forever. You'll be telling people, I had 15 and a half one time and blew it. Yeah. How can you get 50 and a half points and lose? 
at any point. <laughs> I, I saw that final come in. And I'm like, 82-31, I will never <laughs> see another score like that in my lifetime. They had 12 points at halftime. <laughs> well, what was the uh, what was halftime of Wisconsin-Penn State? Like, oh, we can have 18-13? Yeah, was something 18, like 13. that. And it was like, it, whatever it was, it was like Penn State had just gotten off the bus, 45 minutes for the game, and I'm like, like, what kind of basketball is this? What is it? We're, we're back in the four corners era here. I had the under on that game. <laughs> yeah, so I was really happy about that. Yeah, that's, that had to be one of the best first halves ever. You could you could almost start doubling down on that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I should have. I don't think I did though. So, um, trying there's anything else to to hit on, but I think again the point about just saying we want to be careful. We're the casual betters, and we're having fun and doing well. And I think when you do well, you should be able. to to have the ability to have some fun and make some some different bets to see how you know how it goes but yeah. there's no reason to get too crazy when we're doing really well with our our standard picks right right I mean, the idea is to win money uh and the books obviously don't want us to win money so we're doing good. <laughs> i'd rather keep doing what we're doing not that the people that work at the books are bad people but that's their business model is us losing exactly right that's <laughs> Well, just think, I loved. I would love if they could post the, the the numbers as that spread kept going up and up with the the Loyola Chicago Evansville and the, this legalized sports betting. Like it would never have occurred to me, you know, a year ago to ever wonder what was happening in the, in the gambling world with the Evansville college basketball game. Look at the analytics on how the bets came in. Oh, can you imagine the money flying, flying? Onto yeah. Evansville last night. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and none of it, and all, all the way up the to books. fifty and a half. <laughs> I think fifty and a half was as as big as it got. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah that's uh, it's, it's a, the sport within the sport. Watching that stuff. Oh, it's fun. So uh, tonight. Yeah, tonight I'm going to. Uh, when you post it, I'll have uh, the parlay pick for college basketball on the Facebook page because I didn't have time yesterday to really crunch numbers. I had family stuff, and that's a good thing. And I will, but I'll get something put together and get it up for everybody uh, later today. Excellent. Um, talking hockey parlays today, we've got some really interesting combinations here because there's a lot of games there's one two three four five six seven eight eight games three of them are late so you can actually i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna treat this as two days and i'm gonna put together two different parlays um that are completely different with uh, different anchors and different uh hedges and taking advantage of the fact that there's three late games love it so so my anchor game, my two anchor games that you want to use are going to be the Panthers over the Blue Jackets and the Penguins over the Devils. My variable games on my first parlay are the uh, Rangers Caps and the Leafs Wild. Um, and my, you can take, my, my main hedge game is going to be the Bruins over the Kraken. What you look for in a hedge game is you A, you have to take the favorite. Because if you win the first four and the, your hedge game ideally hasn't started yet, you start betting on the underdog. 
Um, last night was a perfect example. My first four games won, and I had bet on the uh, on the Kings. So I started betting on the uh, the Coyotes were plus one sixty five, and so I put about half a hedge on there. When I say half a hedge, the winnings got me up to half what the payout of the parlay would be. And I and what I typically do is I wait for the favorite to score, or get up on in the game, because then the underdog will go to something like plus three seventy five, three fifty to four hundred, any given time. Then it's very cheap to get the rest of your hedge on. To the point where it doesn't matter if you win the parlay or you win the hedge, you're going to win the same amount of money. Uh, last night, that eventually happened. The Kings went up two to one. Coyotes went up to plus three seventy five. I put, I finished putting my hedge on, and I went to sleep. Woke up this morning. The Kings had won. Parlay hit. Great. If not, if the Coyotes had won, it didn't matter. I was going to make just about the same amount of money. It's fantastic. That's. I said, I, I just placed uh, full heads. Like when I was doing it, I'm like, okay, there's a hedge, put it in. And I went to bed. I like the idea of you've already betting on that favorite and getting those better odds is kind of smart. I like that. Well, you got to do that because otherwise the, um, the hedge, if, if I had taken the underdog in that game, the hedge would have been very expensive. Right, right. I gave away too much. That's why I won kind of less money than you did yesterday is because I gave away more of my hedge oh, than yeah. you. I mean, that, that's really the difference in our days right there. Right. So right. that's, that's you, you, you did sharp betting. I did square betting. So there we go. <laughs> well, I mean, and for the casual better, you know, sharps are people that are, you know, leveraging the system, I guess I'll say properly and efficiently and squares are people that are not gambling efficiently. So there you go. Well done, Rich. I was a square early in the, in the night. <laughs> sharp late square early. I need a I need a night where I'm a sharp both nights or both early and late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it should just be a lifestyle, the sharp lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Start a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got we have golf today. So and that's all. Okay. So the parlay. Uh, I just want to make sure for your hockey is doing again. Uh, Panthers Penguins is the anchor. Yep. Okay. And, and then you can pick any, and then you can you can combo up on any of the other games except for the late games. And the 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 biggest hedge out there is the Bruins over the Kraken. The Kraken are currently plus one eighty five. Perfect. So before the game starts, if they're still one eighty five, that's a that's a good number to start hedging on. I, know, I was looking for college basketball today. The uh, last game of the day is a twelve o'clock a.m. start. It's Hawaii, but there it's like a twelve point spread in the game. So the Again, the hedge is set up beautifully already for that one. Oh, yeah. And I will also put up on the, the page, uh, the NBA is back today, and I love my NBA same-game parlays. I believe I saw Bulls-Hawks out there, which is, again, two playoff teams playing each other. Uh, I like a lot of offense between those two teams as well. So I'm going to try and come up with something there, and I'll put that on the Facebook page too. No, golf is um... – I love I love when uh, Thursdays roll around because you get the golf tournament. They start, you know, it starts. This is the Honda Classic this week. Strange field. Um, many of the big names are skipping this one. Um, coming off of the, which is understandable because they just came off of the Riviera. 
tournament, which is in Los Angeles and the Honda Classics in Florida. So they give themselves an extra week to travel cross country. Um, but you've got, you know, some decent names in here, but you don't have the, uh, the feel that you had the last two weeks um, out West. Mm-hmm. So if I've got a three ball, four group parlay, which I know is stupid, but I didn't. Uh, sure, the odds are magnificent. Well, the odds are not bad. Um, the four, you know, the parlayer is plus 1102. I've got Christian Zadenhout, Tommy Fleetwood, Alex Noren, and Brian Harmon all to win their groups. Okay. So we'll see how that works. Um, I've got Brooks Kepka, Daniel Berger, Tommy Fleetwood, Shane Lowry, and Louis Oosthuizen to win the tournament. I'll, actually, no. Oosthuizen, Fleetwood, and Berger to win the and Kepka to win the tournament, one unit each. And then I have Shane Lowry to finish in the top five. Nice. That's interesting, Bet. He's done pretty well. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's... Um, He's a dark horse this week. Yeah, one of the things I did too, you know, typically I'm using the DraftKings app. Yeah. I just find like when I, like for your hockey parlays, I'll always put, then I put it for my basketball, I'll put them in the different apps. I have FanDuel uh, and I also have Caesars. And I'm just finding Caesars rarely gives me the same parlay odds that the other two do. DraftKings is typically better. So the, the point is with, we talked about taking burger, and uh, Oosthuizen to win the tournament. So I went in and checked, and I was able to get better odds, uh, I think, on Oosthuizen at Caesars and better odds on uh, Berger at FanDuel. So and when I you got talk, uh, Oosthuizen you, at plus 1,600, and Berger I have plus 1,600 as well. Fleetwood is plus 1,400, and uh, who, oh, Brooks. Kepka is plus eighteen hundred. So take a look here. I'll Think. take those odds on uh, on that group. I mean, and those are those are some of the relative favorites in this field. Exactly. But just to tell you that, like, so everyone knows. So you said sixteen hundred for Burger and Oosthuizen. Yeah, I got Burger at seventeen hundred and Oosthuizen at twenty two hundred. Wow. So right, that's what I'm saying. It's it's significant differences. So it's not it's not always. You know, it might seem silly to have different kinds of apps, but it's a good way, again, to create some value just because they may be offering better odds um, on different apps. I, I did top 10 also for Burger and Oosthuizen, and I got 180 for Burger and 230 on Oosthuizen. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, right. Um, I agree. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in good shape there. Um, all right. Well, I think that was it for our picks today. Yes, yep. Jeff is on a different time zone, so he's probably not going to make it today. So uh, I think we're good. Excellent. Well, well done again yesterday, and uh, let's make some magic again today. Yeah, man. Cool. All right. All right. See you later. See you.